Hi, welcome to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. This is the podcast for people who want to start and grow an online location independent business so they can live a life of freedom and choice on their own terms. Welcome to Your Business, Your Rules, episode 21, how to decide on your business idea. Right now, you might be in one of three different places and the process I'm going to walk you through will cover all of those. You might have no business ideas or feel that none are ones that are really suitable for you. You might have one business idea but aren't entirely sure if it has legs. Or you may have several ideas and you'd really love to do all of them and you're having a terrible time making a decision. So if you're in one of those spots, let's go through the six-step process of deciding on your business idea. Step one, write down your ideal working day five years from now. So first, I'd like to ask you to take a step back from the actual ideas themselves and to take a few minutes writing down your ideal working day five years from now. So why am I suggesting this? Because you'd be amazed by the number of people who would like to have a cafe, but most definitely don't want to get up early. Or the number of people who come to me wanting location independence, but are considering businesses that would have them tied to one place. The purpose of the exercise is for you to wipe the slate clean of any ideas you might already be developing an attachment to, because we do this, we love our ideas, and ask yourself, what do I really want? So write down what your ideal workday looks like to you. Are you with a team? Are you working solo? Where are you? Are you traveling, living somewhere else? Or are you working from home while the kids are at school? What kinds of tasks do you see yourself doing? Do you prefer to be given work to finish by yourself? Or do you want to be researching or coaching? How do you envision the kinds of things you'll be doing? Now, we want this to be inspirational to you, but not beyond what is realistically possible. There will likely be more work in the first few years of business, but at the five-year mark, your business will be relatively established. So by taking that five-year point, we're essentially creating something to aim for in terms of what your working life will look like. And if any of the ideas you already have don't line up with what you really want your life to look like, then scrap them because they aren't going to lead to you being any happier. Step two, release the attachment to the perfect idea. People put an incredible amount of value onto an idea. Really though, everything about success and business is in the execution of an idea rather than the idea itself. Ideas are actually a dime a dozen. The human brain has approximately 50,000 thoughts a day, many of them ideas. The reality is your greatest chance of success is to pick an idea, preferably one that has been proven already, is simple to start, and you can start pretty much right away. So let's break that down. One, the idea should be proven. Two, the idea should be simple. Three, the idea should be possible to start pretty much right away. So let's start with proven. And by that, I mean not necessarily original. 
the highest risk ideas are the ones that have never been tried before. And the reason for this is if it's never been tried before, there really are only two possibilities. One, no one else has thought of it yet. Or two, it hasn't been profitable, so the people that did try it have given up. While it is possible that no one else has thought of it yet, it's much, much more likely that it's just not profitable. So instead of waiting for the perfect idea, look at what is already out there that you can put your own take or spin on. Mark Twain said, There is no such thing as a new idea. It's impossible. We simply take a lot of old ideas and put them into sort of a mental kaleidoscope. We give them a turn and they make new and curious combinations. So detach from the concept that your idea needs to be new and definitely detach from the idea that it needs to be perfect. Look for something that's already been proven to work so that you can improve or do it differently. So are you interested in health coaching? Great, it's possible to see in the market that people are making money doing that. The same goes for many types of coaching, consultancy or service-based businesses. Choose something you know works rather than the unknown and you get to put your own twist on it. The idea needs to be simple. So the more complex a business is, the greater chance that it won't work just because it's more complicated, right? Complexity adds areas where things can go wrong. When you're dreaming up your perfect business, it can be natural to make it much harder and more complex than it really needs to be. Instead, look at how you can remove risk by making it simpler. You need to create something that people are willing to pay for. That's it. No one wants complex, but we have a tendency to make things complicated because we want to add value. But the value is in the outcome for the client, not in your process necessarily or how you create that outcome. And this is particularly the case when it comes to business models. Don't choose something that needs hundreds of customers to be profitable and would need complex marketing. Start small, think simple. If you needed to go to the store, you would take the most direct route, right? You wouldn't drive all the way around the back streets to make it look fancy. So think of your business idea the same way. You want to make the most direct route to making money. So we talked about the idea being proven and being simple. The third point was the idea needs to be possible to start right away. And when I say start, I mean test. When you choose a business idea to test, and you can hear more about that in episode 16, you are mentally letting yourself off the hook of needing to get it absolutely perfect first time. The reality is that you definitely won't get it perfect the first time, so just allow yourself that space. This means firstly you can give yourself permission to start, and secondly it gives you time and that space to get the idea right. So my recommendation is to test the least cost, least effort version of the idea first and see if it has traction. And you can learn more about how to do that in my free masterclass zero to paying clients. And you can find that at catleblong.com forward slash masterclass. So we've had step one, 
write down your ideal working day five years from now. And step two, release the attachment to the perfect idea. Step three is to check your ideas for profitability and personal fit. But what actually makes a profitable business idea? A profitable business idea that fits who you are is at the intersection between what you're good at, your skills, what you're interested in, your likes and passions, and what people are willing and able to pay for, the paying client. If you don't have any ideas at all, but know that you want to work for yourself, this is a great place to start brainstorming. Start with what you like, then what you're good at, and look for something that a group of people would be willing to pay for. Do the ideas that you're considering have profit potential? Are they something you like, something you're good at, something a group of people would be willing to pay for, as well as being proven, simple, and something you could start right away? If yes, wonderful. If not, I recommend downloading the Business Ideas Starter Kit, and that's at calablong.com forward slash kit to start brainstorming some more. Step four, narrow down your choices. By this point, you would have either narrowed down your choices if you had too many or created some new ones if you didn't have any in the first place. Now what? Now you narrow further until you have one. And remember, this is an idea to test. You're dating this idea. You're not marrying it. You're just trying it out, right? So how do you narrow them down? Really, there are two basic parameters to make a decision on at this point profit potential, and personal fit. You might like some ideas more than others and you might feel that others have more profit potential. This is a personal decision, but if you're new to business, I would lean towards choosing the idea that has the highest profit potential to get you off the ground. You can always change or adjust later and you can also start your other ideas later if you choose to. But it's better to create something that's going to be something you like and something you're good at and make money rather than going straight to the pure passion project if you aren't too sure about how profitable that could be. Step five, give yourself permission. The next step is big. This is a step that many people never take, which is why they get stuck forever dreaming up the perfect business idea telling themselves that they can only start when inspiration strikes. Meanwhile, other successful entrepreneurs are out there starting and making progress, right? And the reason for this is because it's what we know. In our careers, we're used to other people giving us permission. We get given jobs. We rarely just take them and let everyone else know that it's happening. We get chosen for promotions, sporting teams, for everything. We don't just get to say, Hold up, world, this is what's happening. I've chosen myself for, you know, whatever the position is. In entrepreneurship, you actually do have to pick yourself. You have to give yourself permission. So give yourself permission to test out the best idea. Not permission based on it being when you are ready or when it's completely perfect enough. Just give yourself permission to try it out. And step six, 
is to start. And of course, with starting, what we mean is start testing. And you can start knowing these important points. You've chosen something proven. So people have done this successfully before you. So your chances are significantly improved. You've chosen something simple. So there is less possibility of error and anything that doesn't work, you can easily adjust. You've chosen something you can actually start now, so no more procrastinating. Woo! And you've chosen something that suits your skills, talents, likes and passions and you anticipate you most likely have a potential paying client. And you've understood that no one else is going to choose you or pick you. That truly is your job. So now it's time to get to it. And if you'd like to know more about exactly how to get started and avoid all the pitfalls out there, do join my Zero to Paying Clients Masterclass. And that's at catleblong.com forward slash masterclass. And I'll be walking you through how you shouldn't start your business, how you should start your business, exactly what steps to take along the way. And we also go into more depth on business ideas, niche, business models, and leveraging up your business. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. If you like this show, I'd love you to subscribe, share, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, head over to my website at katleblanc.com. Until next time.